It's time to raise the roof for our 72nd episode. That's right, folks. We're one episode away from uh, tying Barry Bonds' record for the most podcast episodes, even though he didn't do podcast episodes. He just hit home runs. Doesn't matter. Right now, it is currently 2 a.m. in the morning, uh, which is a redundant statement, but honestly, my brain doesn't work right now, so it's okay. Uh, it is me, Bree, and Evan. We have a really, really good podcast for you, talking the Yankee series, which I think Bree predicted correctly, as Bree normally does. First game of the Red Sox series, and then we're going to be previewing the rest of the Red Sox series and all that other stuff. Quickly, before we start, if you guys have any, uh, if you guys want to follow what we're doing here at Raise the Roof, social media, Raise the Roof TV, our Twitch channel, Raise the Roof Twitch, our YouTube channel, Raise the Roof, our website, RaiseTheRoofTV.com. If you guys want to sponsor us, if you have any comments, questions, concerns about anything going on with the podcast or anything at Raise the Roof, RaiseTheRoofTV at gmail.com. Make sure to uh, email us there. And this podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, make sure to subscribe, share and leaves a review so that long-winded crap over how is everyone doing currently at 2 a.m as the olympics are going pretty good brie how you doing i'm good all right this well, is it right, i'm just going to talk about what's going on with the Rays because i do, do think it. kevin cash has managed the team not as well recently i think we're already getting the, the extra started innings, before the, in after the extra the innings thing. game in the extra innings game against the yankees it worked out well. It, it, like Rasmussen pitched well. Whistler came in after. Uh, then Fairbanks came in in the tenth, I think. Who Rasmussen pitched two innings. Uh, then I think mm. Whistler came in. And uh, then Fairbanks. Which one was extra innings? Was it that the was first the game? Win- or the that was the game? Wednesday game. game. That was the second game. Wednesday. And it was just another game where I told this about the uh, on the Braves podcast. It's like why? Like it, it worked out this game, but I just don't understand why Cash keeps doing this he keeps like waka waka was doing well he probably could have gone another inning but that's what that's what cash does i'm fine with him pulling him early put in kittredge i don't understand i i i've said this before i don't understand why he doesn't put in kittredge in the sixth inning i i have no idea why he doesn't do that you can't pitch kittredge every game he, he didn't pitch on tuesday though i don't think he, he yeah. might have pitched an inning but he he can go back to back on an inning especially with monday being an off day well and i think that's like that's this is also going to be a controversial take, but like I think that's why I'm fine with the Diego trade, but it, because I don't think Cash used Diego well. I don't think Diego was used well. I think Diego was used in situations where usually your lower half of the bullpen is used. He was used. I don't in think it's because has how often has Diego given you a heart attack when he's come into games this year? I mean, sure, but I'd rather not him as much blow, as I'd rather the, him blow the game than Whistler. Are you kidding I, I me? Last year I thought he was way better. He, he was. He, he oh, last year, year. La- last year I got freaked out whenever he came in. But I think I just really? got freaked out whenever last I Last year he came in and I was like, okay, we're fine. So but, I'm not going to lie. I will stand when, whenever like, I watch the Rays, I like, always have a heart attack. So it doesn't matter who's in because I'm always nervous <laughs> like, and freaked out. And my blood pressure's at like 150. I just don't understand why Cash used him in an 8-2 game on sun- Saturday against the Indians. And instead of saving him for the next day in which we blew a game late. Like, I, I don't well, understand that you can't that predict that you're going to blow the game late. If you but, if a guy needs to get work, then he needs to get work. But why use him in an 8-2 game, though? Like, if I, he I don't hadn't understand. pitched in a few days, then you got to get him innings. But then he can play the next game, though, I feel like. If he... But, okay, well, then you're that by that same argument, if he if the next game is also 8-2, to two, which you don't know about at the time, and then you have an off day the next day, then he hasn't pitched in, like, four or five days. I mean... But but then we have the Yankees, who you're assuming we play close, usually. Like, the Indians, we had taken care of business. We okay, had one close game against relievers, them. Relievers, you don't want to give too many off days. I, 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 I get that. Like, 
that's the same thing with like Chapman. Chapman does the same thing. He yeah. he'll go into like a game that's there. The Yankees are up like seven to three or something. Not yeah, a and then situation. you can't be mad when if the next game like he doesn't pitch, you know, because you didn't know that that game was going to be close. I, I I agree with that. It's I mean you obviously you can't see into the future, but I'm just saying like I don't think Cash used Diego well. I think Diego was overused in the playoffs last year as he should like should have everyone been. was I, yeah i mean i think i i just don't diego was not he was the best bullpen piece i think we had other than anderson who obviously hasn't played at all this year uh, then fairbanks when he's good i think is better than diego when he's good i think fairbanks is one of the most disgusting pitchers in the league when he's good Agreed. but i i i, I don't know diego I, I really hope diego does well in seattle I like I like the trade overall. Like I think I'm sorry. How do you pronounce the guy's name? We we discussed this with Jeff Chargois. Chargois. He looked really good tonight. I didn't. I, it was on at my work. It was on Emblem Network, yeah. and that was on, so I was able to watch a little Thank bit of it. Um, but I'm fine. Like it, it's just it, Cash seems to be using the guys in the bullpen that are not as typically like reliable as he should be using. So that's that's where I'm going for in that. This started with Bree telling me that I don't trust Kevin Cash, and I do, but not in. You're that. saying I do, but just never when he does anything well, with the bullpen. Well, 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 why don't we? I just don't. I, mean, I don't. I I wouldn't do what he does sometimes with the bullpen. That's all right. Well, since we year, already started, well, since we already started talking about the Yankee series, let's just go full full throttle into it. So obviously, the Rays lost two out of three. Um, all three of those games. Well, obviously, the third game was winnable, considering the fact that it was the. I think it was the largest shutout victory in franchise yes. history, and it yep. was the. Second largest margin of victory that the Rays have had against the Yankees ever. I looked that up because uh, the one game it was a they won sixteen to one and back in twenty fourteen, um, so that was a fifteen run one. But uh, the other two games very close, um, and unfortunate losses in both of those games. How did we feel about uh, the three game series? I know Bree, you kind of predicted. Yeah, Bree, you got it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I said on the last podcast coming in that I was more concerned about the Yankees series and the Red Sox series turns out it's shaping up kind of that way we did lose the Yankees series which obviously it sucks anytime you lose to the Yankees I know that um but honestly all three of them were winnable games which I mean you could I don't know if that makes it better or worse in your mind but they were in all three of them um first one McClanahan Montgomery McClanahan pitched very very well um I think he had like one earned run, maybe. Let's see. Three. Oh, three earned runs, six walks. I feel like he pitched better than his line, though. To be honest with you, because watching six, him, I did not think six he did walks that is not is that's not good. He didn't like, have six walks. He had three. Hell of a uh, hell of a first inning, though. I thought I heard six Base walks. Bases loaded. Maybe was six, six innings pitch. Six innings pitch. Yeah. yeah, six inning pitch. So I mean, he did well. I mean, the past few starts, he's been kind of battling. But this one, I thought his pitch count actually was better than it usually is. So, I mean, that's a silver lining there. Um, game two was the extra innings loss. That one sucked because we had, yeah, we had the early lead. So, I mean, you hate to lose those games. And, but, and they had I mean, situations where they could have scored in several different times. Yeah, that was one of those ones with, like, a bunch of left on base type things. And then they still had a chance all the way to the end. Fairbanks got hurt, which obviously is super less than ideal with, like, 13 pitchers on the injured list. Right now, I think it's at – maybe it's at 14. I don't even know. But shoulder inflammation for him. So, not ideal. 
kind of makes you wonder, like, maybe if he didn't get hurt, maybe we win that game. I don't know. But either way, it sucked. We lost. But that even that was a winnable game because, I mean, as bad as we were, so were the Yankees until the 10th inning. So, And then game three, the beautiful sigh of relief where we did not get swept by the Yankees and, in fact, beat them 14 to nothing. The Rays um, were like, oh, wow. I guess we're better than yeah. the Yankees. That game, so that game I have a lot to say about because that matchup going in, everyone was losing their minds because we were going to get swept by the Yankees because it was Garrett Cole versus Weren't Spatino. you excited about that matchup coming in? Wasn't that like the matchup that you were like, holy crap, this is like the one that I'm actually yeah. really excited about? I, I thought the first one, honestly. I thought McClanahan versus Montgomery was going to be the one. Ah. But yeah, but um, so this game, what we saw from Luis Patino we have not he's had like a good outing before but nothing even close to this i think he got to like 90 something pitches he had a he his mound presence was something that i've never seen from him he just had a chip on his shoulder super fu attitude i don't know what happened if he's got like the innate switch that all rays players have when we play the new york yankees like that's great if he has that because but like he was just out there punching tickets man I mean that was just an outstanding eight strikeouts in six innings he gave up only three hits no earned runs no runs two walks I mean that was just a phenomenal pitching performance and if he can continue to do that obviously we can't expect that from him every single game but if he can even do like half as good as that like going forward we're in a pretty good spot because he looked like the ace that we were hoping that he could be and he's not going to turn to that ace overnight, but it's there, and we saw it, which I think is really important. Um, yeah, Garrett yeah. Cole sucks. I'm just kidding. He doesn't suck, but he sucked that day. Um, four he runs in the first sticky. inning. Yeah, four runs in the first inning. He did settle in. He pitched pretty well until the sixth. He gave up a few runs. Relievers came in. That ended up being a 10-run inning. That's right, folks. That inning the was Bay Rays so boring. I'm not going to lie. 10 runs. Yeah. I believe on the broadcast, they said it was like 35 minutes and like 42 seconds between the first out was recorded and the second out was recorded. Yeah, I was, I was so surprised. Thank you, Brett Gardner. Yeah. (laughs) That was, that was one of the, I will say this objectively speaking, because A, I think Brett Gardner looks like a toe. Um, He's one of the ugliest players in baseball and it's not even a question. That was one of the most uncoordinated plays I've, and this is me talking, me as. He's like a pretty good outfielder. Exactly. That play was one of the worst plays I think I've ever seen anyone make. Like, and, and that includes tonight where two guys hit each other and cause a double Canseco and the ball went out and there was a home run. Like it was atrocious. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Not, not a good look. Not cute. I liked it. Um, I mean, I Phillips mean, I mean, got his first career grand slam. So that was legendary. The ranchman yes. delivers. Well, we all know this Always. is a Shohei Otani podcast, but Brett Phillips is actually better than Shohei Otani because Shohei Otani has not hit a grand slam in the past few days. Got him. So therefore, Brett <laughs> Phillips is better. He doesn't have walk-offs in the World Series. So. Yeah. So he, does, he doesn't honestly, have a team that's going to get him to the playoffs. <laughs> he doesn't have, like, what does Brett have? Does Brett have a zero ERA? Or did he let him uh, run? Oh, no, he let, he let up a run. I mean, he's not from Seminole, Florida. Therefore, he's garbage. Yeah, well. By default. Sorry, Shohei. Either way, 
that was really cool for Brett to get his first career Grand Slam in the park he grew up going to um, against the New York Yankees, which is I mean, everything's just a little bit sweeter against the Yankees. And, it you know, is. even even though we lost the series, winning the getaway game 14 nothing, it just it really like softened the blow like a lot. So that was good. That's my thoughts on the Yankees series. Evan? So the first two games were games that like you were watching is like you kind of had a feeling that we were going to lose. I don't know yep. what it was about it, but like agreed. Game 1 we couldn't we couldn't do any much offensively. Lau had a two-run home run, but like we went down 3-0 relatively early and they had I mean, McClanahan led up, base load in the first inning, got out of it. It was one of those games where it was like we were kind of surviving surviving and you were like all right we're gonna give up a semi beginning and we we did like our offense didn't do a whole lot but we stayed in the game we were we were in the game to the final out and the the Mike Zanino at bat I don't know what it was about it we had runners on first and third with one out in the bottom of the eighth we were down three four three and I just kind of knew that was gonna happen like I don't understand what it was about it but it was like this guy he, he's gonna ground into a double play right here we're not gonna tie the game yeah. We're going to lose the game, and that's exactly what happened. He grounds him double play. Cruz comes up in the eighth, in the ninth, strikes Chapman. Unbelievable job. Wander had a great at-bat before that to get a walk. Down 0-2, works a walk, and Chapman – Cruz goes up 3-0 against Chapman, and Chapman had – I mean, I, I will give credit where credit's due. That 3-2 pitch was disgusting. Like, slider down in the zone. Cruz looked lost at the plate. That was a gross pitch to win the game. Um and then the next day, it was kind of the same thing. It was like the Yankees had opportunity after opportunity. Walker had a hell of a game. That was one of the best games Walker's had in a race jersey. Nine strikeouts. Nine strikeouts in like four in or five, five innings. five innings. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And the fact that we wasted that hurts a lot. But yeah. we still had a chance. to. T- I mean, that, that's also a controversial topic. Like Wander, I think, should have made the play on the ball in that 10th inning. But Oh, no, he should have. I'm not it's, playing baseball. It's not even a I'm question. The shortstop. I thought off the bat, I was like, all right, that's a double play. We're going to give up a run here. We're going to be down one, going to the bottom of the 10th, which is fine. That's pretty much what you're given. Um, but it didn't happen. Wander didn't make the play. We lost 3-1. Cruz, LeMahieu almost blew it. That would have been – that was almost awesome. But it just didn't happen. But, yeah, that, that 14-0 to game, like I've, I think I've said this a lot on the podcast, but, like, that was one of the biggest wins of the season, I think, like that – if we lose that game going to the Sox series, we're on a four-game losing streak against in the biggest season of the series so far. Like that's just not good, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, especially against Cole. Like, like, and I think that's where it comes after. I think that was exemplified the most out of this trade deadline is that like how desperately we need that right-handed bat because the two, the first two games against the Yankees were against lefties, and we were horrible. And Cole, who's one is going to win Cy Young probably. And we were good against him because he's righty. Like that's, I don't know. That's a huge part of this race team is that we need to be able to hit lefty hitting or lefty pitching. We should add that Cruz was not starting those first two games either. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he had the, um, he fouled the pitch off his foot. Uh, and he was, well, well I think he did. Sure, that but we still should have got, we should, we still should have been better than we were off. No, we like, should have been, yeah. but like the big bat that was supposed to help against lefties, like wasn't playing. Yeah. That's a good point. And then, I mean, what was that? Thursday was a clinic offensive clinic right there. That was like a video game. Yeah. 
Um, it was a great way to end the series. I, I mean, like you said, Marie, a lot of people were pessimistic going into that game. I was one of them. I was like, after that Wednesday game, I was like, oh, shoot, we're going against Cole tomorrow and a huge game going into the Boston series. We can't we can't get swept this series. And we probably we might like we have a great chance to get swept because of Cole and Patino. Man, he's got he's got a lot of guts to do what he did. And if he continues that, then hell yeah, because I will be shut up about my starting pitching issues that I've said multiple times, but he, he's got to continue that. He, he's got to continue that, that chip on your shoulder. Like you said, he, he, had, he had something extra that day and that's great and great win, but overall bad loss, but that win kind of overlooked both those losses, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was one of those series losses that it was like, did we actually lose that series? Because the last game was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with both of you. Um, first two games sucked. Yeah, they had opportunities to win. They didn't win. Um, the Yankees' bullpen wasn't sharp, particularly. They also allowed, like, Zach Britton, who had, like, an ADRA and was coming off of injury, to just make – I mean, they they made him look so good, um, which was – I mean, that was bad on their part because especially when you're trying to wear down a bullpen like the Yankees, who has not been hot in recent weeks, um, especially coming off of that Boston series, that was not a good look for them. Um, for, for the race, particularly, I – uh, the uh, the Zunino thing that was not good. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna say I would have preferred them to bunt um, in that situation, but you have to get the ball up in the air at least to to try to score a run instead of hitting the ball into the ground. Um, that's a definite. Yeah, you have to try to do something like that. And then then and then that 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 Thursday game, the 14 nothing shutout. Um, well, I will say Lau had a home run in game one, which was great. Should have hit a home run in game three. But, you know, apparently hitting a ball right over the foul pole is not considered a home run. That was foul. I'm not going to lie. That was a foul ball. I didn't see it, so I can't that, even say. Yeah, I, 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 I I've that heard was a that it's a – well, I was going to say I've heard that it's a foul ball, and it probably was, but, like, I won't allow it because no slam for my <laughs> boy. Um, it is it is a home run because Brandon Lau is is the – he is all-knowing. So, uh, yeah, that that was okay. But then, you know, still made, still made him work, got the infield single. Uh, they ended up scoring four in that inning, and then that, and then that ten run inning, which was, my God, it got to a point where I was just like, I swear to God, you guys suck so bad. Like, I mean, like the Yankees shouldn't be this bad, but my goodness, that bullpen, whoever the hell came in, was just he was cheeks. It was like it was I I, I can't feel like like I can't physically say that like I felt bad for him because I don't feel bad bad for anyone of the Yankees because you chose to wear the pinstripe so it's not my fault it's your fault I mean they didn't all choose to well I mean but like but like they're all wearing the pinstripes I don't I you know it's your fault for doing that um but regardless I mean that was just that was painful honestly that's pretty impressive the dude who came in a Abreu I don't know who that guy is but he gave up six earned runs and zero innings pitch and he still has a five six five ERA so I don't know how that's possible because that's pretty impressive i don't know how good he was before that game must but i don't man, know how was, much he had pitched honestly that's but that even further like the point, the, though, yeah, because if yeah, he pitched true. a whole lot he his era would be inflated big time and the fact for that sure. it's still so low who is that guy i don't know the yankees just take it hey, yeah. albert abrahu man this guy shout out to shout out to you but uh yeah that that last game was a very solid win uh and Transition's great into talking about the first game of the Red Sox series. Obviously. Wait, wait, hold on. Pause. Uh, Before we transition pause. into Red Sox, a couple – I think we need to address that Mr. Gibson needs to be publicly shamed. Oh, yeah. 
because if you listen to the last podcast, you know that we all, you know, pick our players that we think will do well this series. Gibby has a streak of bad things happening to all the players he picks. So this time (laughs) he picked Diego Castillo and Pete Fairbanks. Alex. Did he pick them specifically or did he just Yeah, he said the bullpen and then he mentioned those two specifically. Alex, can you tell me what happened to Pete Fairbanks? Uh, He got hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Evan, what happened to Diego Castillo? He's not on the Rays anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh... He's not even the same time zone. (laughs) He's actually on the other side of the the country. That's literally the furthest Hon- team possible. Honestly, yeah, exactly. The furthest team possible. That's where he is. <laughs> yeah. So Gibby is now banned from choosing players for the he's time banned. being. We might there reverse might be the a reason later. why Gibby's not on this podcast. He's in time. Yeah. Out. He's in. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> other than the fact that he's literally on a plane and he was nope, texting. He, no. No. He's he needs to think about what he's done. He, he's on a plane a to the moon. He's in a. Figures a plane that's in timeout and he's sitting on the chair like you're a five year old. Give coins to the moon. Yeah. So, uh, Gibby. Gibby will not be picking any players. Actually, no, he could, I guess, because the he's allowed to pick players for the other team. Yeah. (laughs) Gibby, can you please pick like Xander Bogarts? Like, please. Yeah. JD Martinez would be. I don't want to. I'm not saying. I don't want to. Evaldi. I'm just saying. Uh, you have all the Pavetta, who almost no hit us last time. I, I mean, that's Nick also Pavetta. a great choice. Nick Pavetta should have been good, for <laughs> and we won the game. Any sense. We won. We that did. Game, we did. Yes. That's, that's Anyways, point. now the Red Sox. Continue. Now the Red Sox series. So Rays came out hot, got some 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 key hits, home runs. Came out early. Uh, looked looked good against a left-handed pitcher. Hey man, he, they shut me up already. It's it's that, incredible. That's, that's the thing about that's the thing about making what what you guys say or. Uh, hot takes because i either get proven they're, right. they're, i think they're more freezing cold or or, or it's either i, I get them. proven right <sighs> or i get proven wrong in the best way possible because the rays win that's yeah, i guess i mean it's i mean i i think sometimes i do i and wander occasionally baby. how about wander wander hell of a game today yandy Wonderful. went three for four i think zanino i don't know what it was about zanino but Going into that bat when he was three one, I was like, he's hitting this out. Like he he's he was due. He he hadn't hit a home run in a while. I don't remember the last time he had hit a home run. Maybe Randy I don't know if he hit, hit one since he got injured. Yeah, I don't think he, he didn't hit I, one after that. That was the first one he's hit since the All Star break. Yeah, Are you sure? yeah. Did he hit one against the Braves? No. Oh, he didn't play against the Braves because he was hurt. Right, right, right. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was a. I mean, it should, you know, overall good game. I know. uh What's his face? Fleming. Fleming got into that one uh, jam in the what, what was it, like the fourth, third, or fourth like inning, fourth. where his bases yeah. loaded. He gave a couple runs, and everyone was like, "Holy crap!" And then he ended up getting out of the inning, which was good. Uh, overall, good game. It was it was a good way to start the series. I'll put it that way. I do like how Cash used this bullpen, though. I, I I will give him credit because he used the pitchers that should have been used in this situation. Like Sheriff hasn't been the greatest pitcher for us. Head still young, so I like him getting that, like getting some confidence with a four-run lead. He's been really and, freaking good. And the though. new guy, I was and, gonna say, and I the like new him. guy, Sharma. the new guy looked really good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a couple days to understand how to pronounce this guy's name. But like, just like, just drink some champagne and like feel French for a minute, and then I'll just roll right off the tongue. Feel French for a minute. Uh, I'll, I'll remember that. That's a, I'm, that's, a, that's a new statement. I mean, I, he looked really good today. So. I don't know. That's 
I honestly had no idea who was going to play today. It's kind of quick turnaround. I don't even know if he. Diego I can't believe he got here in time. How how did he do? He got like three ground three ground balls, I think. So okay. solid. Good for Diego. Yeah, this is a strikeout really though. Our guy got a strikeout, but whatever. Ooh, got him. Diego's it was, it was a really good overall team win. Like, yeah, it was solid pitching. Good like timely hits. Going yard three times, I think. Yandi, mm-hmm. Zanino, and. Oh, Rosarena. No, Randy. Randy. Um, yeah, just a huge, I mean, obviously a huge start to a huge series this weekend. Let's go get first place tomorrow. I like it. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up next, we preview the Red Sox series and talk about what else is going on in the world of baseball after we take this short break on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. So we have a series to preview or two games of a series to preview. We have pitching matchups and an injury report. Let's start off with pitching matchups. Evan, you got pitching matchups, right? So, yeah, this um, Josh Fleming obviously went today, got the win against Martin Perez. Great win. We already covered it. Tomorrow, it's a 6-10 first pitch. We have former yeah. Ray on the mound, Nathan Evaldi, against Ryan Yarborough. Hopefully, Yarborough can have a better start than he did against the Red Sox in June, I believe, late June. And then... On Sunday Night Baseball, for the first time in, like, 10 years, I think, the Rays are finally on it. And it is Nick Pavetta versus McClanahan. So, that's a, honestly, that's a great time to have the Rays on Sunday Night Baseball. That's a great pitching matchup. So, go – I mean, you can watch the game on ESPN, but you can also there go – There's still a few tickets it. left. Yeah, it's it's almost game. sold out. It's really there close. No, there was nobody at the game tonight, I feel like. That, there that, was, that, that it was really low. Life. The Yankees day game had more people, which is really strange to me. Not yeah, that, that was that like the hurt. second I'm largest crowd lie. of the year. Yeah, that doesn't make any Yankees day game. Like I get as Yankees, but like day games, we don't. Because it was Cole, like, maybe I guess people want to go see Cole, but I mean they've never wanted to see him that bad before. <laughs> like I don't know. Oh no no no! Maybe they wanted should... to see the family reunion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cole's daddy. Yeah. Our boy. All right. Anyways. So... Head out and, to Sunday night baseball. Yes. And then, Bree, you have the – And Saturday report. night baseball. Yeah. Saturday early evening baseball. Sorry. All right. So, Bree, you have the injury report? Yeah. So, first up, we have Mr. Fairboy, Fairbanks Fair joining – Fairboy. <laughs> crazy eyes joining, like, a million other <laughs> pitchers on our injured list. We're Woo! laughing because we're Welcome masking our party. pain. Is that like the yeah, norm now? Like, if you're not injured on the raised bullpen, like, you're kind of weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty what? weird. There's like 15 pitchers on the IL. Like, like, who in our bullpen has not gone on the IL this year? Like, at least once. Like, Whistler, head. But we got him, like, yeah, head and Whistler. A month ago. And Rasmussen. Or two months ago. I guess. And so Whistler like and Rasmussen, we got in trade, so we didn't even have them the exactly. whole year. Like, and even Fire Eisen's <laughs> been on it, and he hasn't even been here that long. But yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, so he is on the injured list with shoulder information. That sounded like I said information, but I swear to God, I said inflammation just to be, just to clear that up. It's like 2.45 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Anyways. That's, a, that's the thing we've on the stopped aisle now. Caring shoulder inf- information. If you know anything shoulder. about shoulders, you get pulled, put on the aisle. <laughs> yep. Which is why we have so many. They're very knowledgeable about shoulders. Anyways, what was I going to say? Oh, they said the MRI was, it was came back pretty clean so he shouldn't be on there for an extended period of time but um cash was asked about which relievers were kind of like the closest to coming back and 
good news that I wasn't expecting. He said Colin McHugh is the closest to coming back. So that's, that's good because like he's hear. the best one. Um, so Colin McHugh is the closest to being back. <laughs> he's the best Tyler one. Glass now. Tyler Glass now threw a bullpen today, which is huge. He yeah. threw it earlier than I expected, and it went really well. It, it was in Texas, so, I believe, because that's where he got his original. I don't know if he's just yeah. like rehabbing there or whatever it is, but he threw his bullpen in Texas. Come on, come to Durham. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's really, really, really a good sign that he's progressing still, and he's on the road to recovery, honestly, a little bit sooner than I thought. Um, so there's that otherwise i mean i think that's pretty much it i think we only have pitchers on the injured list archer right. is close to coming back too yeah archer they said two more outings for him i think they're gonna try and stretch him to five innings anderson is relatively close too yep well, so, all, yeah. all positive signs well uh we do have two games in a series to talk about this saturday and sunday games obviously we've given you the pitching matchups we've given you the injury report uh we've already talked about game one how are our feelings about game twos and game two and three, not game twos, game two and three? Bree, you want to start? Sure. So to be honest with you, pitching matchup tomorrow historically just doesn't look good because Yarbs was not good against the Red Sox and Eovaldi is a very good pitcher. That being said, I don't know. I feel like we got a thing going. I think we could absolutely sweep them. I don't know that we will, but I think we're definitely going to win the series, to be honest with you. So I'm chilling. That's pretty much all I gotta say. <laughs> like, I think I think we're good. Evan, both games. Well, it's a right-handed pitcher, so that's all, all, <laughs> automatically good. Good news. Both of them are both games. That is also a righty. I, I think our left-handed hitters right now, after facing Cole, are thinking that the baseball is a volleyball. That's how big it looks. So that's great to hear. Um, Eovaldi has done very, very well against us since he left in since we traded him in 2018, 2019. Um, he shut, I think he shut us out earlier at Fenway this year. We lost that game like 9-0 to zero or something. Um, that was a terrible series. Very forgettable series. We're a completely different team now, though. But they are. I, I don't know. Uh, Yarbrough is going to have to have a hell of a game, I think. I think Yarbrough is going to – I think they're – I don't think he's going to have, like, the cheeky hits that are usually against him. Like, he usually has, like, the dribblers that are singles, the pop – like, the bloop singles in the outfield. I think – I mean – the Red Sox offense is legitimately one of the best in the league and the whole MLB. So he's, especially because without Devers, basically their whole offense is right-handed hitters. So he's in for a hell of a day tomorrow, I think. He's going to have to be. has been doing better lately. He's going to have to be crafty. He's going to have to be. He had a very, he had, I mean, his outing against the Indians was unbelievable. He didn't get the win. We lost the game, but his, he had a very good outing against the Indians last Sunday. Went seven. Gave up one run on one bad pitch on a home run. So that's very uplifting. Hopefully, hopefully continue that. Other than McClanahan, who also is typical McClanahan, who I swear does everything possible not to give up runs. Like I like I love McClanahan, but the man does he lives on thin ice every the whole game, every game, I feel like. He he likes he likes to have more people on base and then not allow them to home, if that makes sense. It's all that matters. I mean, that is all that matters. And Pavetta has also been very good against us this year. Like Bree mentioned earlier, he almost had a no-hitter against us. So, it, I mean, we, we certainly have our work cut out for us, but I think game one was a huge confidence boost, again, especially against a lefty. Um, yeah, I honestly have no idea what's going to happen. It's going to be, again, again, like I said, two of the biggest games of our season so far. So hopefully we can at least split it. 
That's I think it's I think it's going to be a good series. Um, I think it's going to be a, a good two games. Obviously, it's going to be as competitive as it was with the Yankee series, if not more, considering the fact that these are the top two teams in the division. Um, I'm expecting positives. We uh, also have not won a game on ESPN this year yet, so we're zero and three. I think we lost. We lost in Fenway once on ESPN. We lost at the Trop against the Yankees earlier this year on ESPN. And then we lost on Wednesday. So we're due for Trop's going to be rocking. We're due for It's going to be rocking. That's a good thing. I think the more fans that we have there, it's going to show that the Rays actually care. And or, I mean, like Rays fans care, and it's not just some BS thing. So I think that's going to be important. But uh, it should be an exciting series. I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching it. Obviously, the Sunday night game is going to be awesome. What are our keys to the series? Uh, Evan, I'll start with you on this one. Pitch count. I, I mean, I think the deeper, especially with our injury plagued bullpen, if Yarbrough can go six or seven, that's obviously huge. I think pitch count, if – I just don't want it to be a bull, bullpen game because I honestly don't really trust our bullpen a whole lot with the names we have in the bullpen right now. They're new, they're young, and I don't want the game to be in their hands, really, like it was on Wednesday, even though Fairbanks, is, Fairbanks isn't young. But, like, I, I don't know. I, I We have – Yarbrough and McClanahan have to be crafty. They have to get deep in the game and just hit with runners and scoring position like we did today, or I guess yesterday. But we have to get those timely hits. Nice little, maybe another bad flip like Randy had today would be nice. Um, show show the crowd that it's a big series. Do something like that where it's like get the crowd going because it obviously is a huge series. So I'm going to say, yeah, starting pitching and that timely hit that we need. So, yeah. Three. I'm super confident in our lineup right now. Um, honestly, I don't think they're going to have trouble. I think the trouble could – I need the starting pitchers to do well. Set the tone because, you know, just throw up zeros so our offense can do something. It doesn't feel like we're climbing back from a deficit constantly. I think both of them are capable of doing that. I mean, Yarbs has been so much better lately. I mean, even the game that he pitched before the Cleveland series, he had like – a bad inning and then you could argue he shouldn't have even been in that inning um so yeah I just McClanahan he has ace potential and we've seen it several times this season this is going to be a big 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 game full capacity and you know this is a big moment for a rookie pitcher that has ace stuff going against the top team in the division so I want to see Shane McClanahan be what we think he can be it's a lot of pressure and I don't know I don't know I think he can handle it because he's got that kind of fu attitude that we saw from Patino too so yeah yeah I think the Rays I think for me it's carrying on the success that they had from the second game uh or sorry from the first game in this series it was a very good way to start the series and if you can keep up that positive momentum I think that's going to help them in a big way for the rest of the series uh which leads us to our players uh, pick a player, whatever the hell you want to call it. We haven't we haven't figured out a name yet. Who are the players that you guys are going to pick for this series? I'll go mine. Shane McClanahan. I kind of already hit on it, but this is such a big game. I mean, because of what Pavetta did to us last time, I don't think he does that again. But just because of the crowd, because of the atmosphere, ESPN, Boston Red Sox, this could be a game that, I mean, depending on what happens tomorrow, I mean, this could you know, lift us further into first place or kind of like drop us back a little bit. So, I mean, it's a huge game. And right now he's the ace of the staff. Like, and it's crazy that he is. I'll give everyone that, but he is. And, you know, he needs to go out there and do what an ace is supposed to do. 
it's a lot to put on a rookie, like, like I said, but I, he can absolutely do it, and I'd like to see it. As for hitter, the hitter I'm going to pick against Nick Pavetta is going to be give me Wander Franco. I'll take him. I like it. All right, Ev, who you got? So one of mine is the new guy in the bullpen. I think what Cash typically likes to do is when we get say a new his guy. Name. No idea. Still, <laughs> still don't know how to say Chargua. it. JT. JT, my guy. Sorry, man. JT, <laughs> my guy. You're, you're J- We're on a first name basis already, JT. Um, <laughs> JT, he, Cash always likes to do this. He likes to, whenever he gets a new bullpen piece. Guess where he goes? He goes into a game, tie game, base loaded, one out. <laughs> yep. He goes in that game, yep. and he will. I guarantee you, if these games are close, he is going into one of those games. And I like him. I like. I like what I saw today. Obviously, a very small sample size, but I like for him to get those key outs that we need in order to put us in, in a position to win the game. And my position player that I pick is the player that he does the best when the lights are bright, and that's Randy. Yep. Randy. God love him, but he 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 does the best. I mean, there's no better player on the Rays when the lights are the brightest, and you want someone you want someone at home plate. You want Randy, like he did. I mean, he, he had a home run in Game One, epic bat flip that we need more of, and I expect another bat flip this weekend. I I, I mean, I would maybe cry. I wouldn't cry, but I would, <laughs> would be amazing if I saw that on ESPN, like on Sunday night. If it was a walk off, I might cry, but like. That I, I just could see that like it's he's the type of player to do that. He obviously is very clutch. He's very good in big situations, and I'm yeah I'm going for Randy. All right, well, um, Bilal hit a home run, uh, two home runs. One of them didn't count, but who cares? It's still a home run. He almost went yard today too. He he's I'm telling you he's been barreling up the baseball. He's been looking good. Um, I'm sticking with the hype train. I think his average is close to like 230 now, which is fantastic considering what it was. Slow and steady, baby. (laughs) Slow and steady. He'll he'll get there. Just just like a terrapin. (laughs) Damn straight. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Um, The turtle beat the hare. The tortoise beat the hare. Just remember that. That is true, but not the terrapin. But maybe he did. Who knows? Same thing. Um, Yeah, basically, even though they're not, but it's fine. I'm going to go Manny Margot as my other guy. Mm, I almost picked him. Good job. Yeah. I I mean, coming off of the injury, um, he's going to be a key piece in this series because having him um, not only as a guy who can platoon, but also as a guy that they need him off the bench, he's going to be a big piece. So hoping big stuff out of him for these next right. two games. I have an honorable mention. Honorable mention. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if there's like a sound for that. I just made one up. Mr. Kevin Clutchmeyer. <laughs> I have a feeling. He's also pretty... When the lights are bright, he likes to come out and show off a little bit, too. He's like, he's like hey, guys, remember I'm here? <laughs> yep. He's uh, still on the raise. I wasn't sure he would be. He's yeah. still here. So Still here. He is He is still there. Well, I like that. Uh, all right. News around baseball. Biggest thing that happened uh, was uh, Fernando Tatis looked like he dislocated his shoulder again because he is an extremely aggressive player. Um, so he'll be out for however much time he's going to be out for. It, it sucks, but it's the kind of guy that he is. So like watching that play, I was like, that's the exact kind of play that I would expect Tatis to make. And it's just unfortunate that it ended up an injury like that. Yeah. I mean, good thing they have Frazier now. They can kind of like, they were <laughs> having a hard time kind of fitting him in. One? 
Yeah, that they were having so a hard sucks. time kind of fitting him in, but like now he's probably gonna have a place. Assuming <laughs> the baseball that gods is gonna be out for a while. <laughs> the baseball gods were like, "Okay, uh, Adam, it's time for you to get some playing time." Yeah. Yeah. It was... Evan, did you get a chance to see it? Did not. Oh, don't watch it. <laughs> Fraser trade still sucks. I will stand by that. <laughs> That's fine. I don't disagree with you there. I mean, but it works. <laughs> I mean, now they can use him. I mean, How they were using him before, but weirdly. It doesn't make any sense, but it is what it is. Uh, Mets brought back the Blacks. Brought back yes. the Black Unis Woo. for the first time in God knows how long. Um, they they lost in the Black Unis, which is oh, no. a telling sign. Um, I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, they lost. <laughs> Not a also, good the, the Cubs are playing the Nats right now, which is the battle of the two oh, biggest sellers no. of all time. So. Oh, no. If someone was oh, like... God. Someone was like, uh, every time the Cubs do like a do like a thank you thing, it's like in Hunger Games when they like when someone dies and then they like project the name uh, across the screen or whatever. I don't really remember Hunger Games that well, but like when whenever someone dies in the yeah, Hunger yeah. Games and they like project their yeah. name, that's basically like the Cubs every time they trade uh, away a guy. <laughs> I'm a huge I'm, I'm a huge PMT guy, so I'm really sorry, Big Cat. Your Cubs. <laughs> I'm 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 really sorry, but that's, it was it's happen. a rough look. And I'm not gonna I lie, so I couldn't bad. name four players on the Nats now. Like I don't feel bad for the Nats one bit. I'm not. I, gonna I feel lie. like I could go out like, to right field. Th- this is so Nats. funny. Uh, I guess Soto's right field. The but reason they, this, wait, what position does Soto play? He plays left. Is he right or right. left? He's right left. field. He, he's a, he's a corner outfielder. All right, then I could go center field for these. So, I, I literally think that I. I mean, I can. Who else are on the Nats? I honestly have no idea. That's honestly Carter. I've tried to think of people. They traded Lester. Who wanted him? The Cardinals, apparently. Like Carter Keyboom, uh, Strasburg, but he's hurt. Patrick Corbin, right? Corbin, that's unfortunate. Victor Victor Robles. uh, Oh, he's still there? I I just want to say, the the thing I want to say about the Nationals is is that the Nationals notorious, and and this this goes for all D.C. sports, and it's 100% true. Um, D.C. sports are known as fair weather fans, uh, and oftentimes they do show up when the team is good. No one's going to care about the Nats anymore. Like, they're going to be so irrelevant that, like, Everyone is just, you know, like two years ago, they Except won the World the Series. Or, sorry, the, the Washington football team. That I feel like those guys are diehard fans. Oh, 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 yeah, they they're diehard. But like be. Wizards fans are fair weather because they just don't care. Caps fans are pretty diehard, but Nats fans have been fair weather for the most they just part. They're like OV. They're just like Ovechkin. Well, well no, I, I, I'll give Caps fans their due. Um, and, the, and the DC United fans are very, very hardcore fans. Respect the hell out of them. But Nats fans are just, I just, they're, they're not going to care. Like, they physically won't care because, A, they have no one to care about. And, like, B, the only reason why they cared in the first place was because they won the World Series. And other than that, they only, the, only thing, the only other thing that they cared about was clowning Bryce Harper. And now, now that's the only thing that they're going to go back to because they're not even satisfied enough with the World Series title that they fluked their way to win. And I'm sorry, it was a fluke. Like, if the Trent Grisham play uh, doesn't happen, it was a fluke. Uh, no, I mean, if the Trent Grisham play doesn't happen, then they – Houston, though, like – if the Trent Grisham play doesn't happen, they don't win the wild card game. And Trent they, Grisham, they, I mean, they would have. But they did. Least, Baseball, though. it's and a one-game series. I mean, anything well, can I happen. Have, they well, won well, it. I have my personal beef with that. Franchise, I, I so. was so... the Nats are my least favorite team in baseball, Alex. I agree with you there, yeah, but at the same so time, annoying. I'm not going to take that away from them. What? I don't understand why. What? What? The what is so, so wrong about the Nats? I understand. No, why you I don't like know. The world, but... 
Like everything but the wild card game was legitimate, but the wild card game was such a fluke. That's I, the reason why the entire thing's a the fluke thing about to the me. Because game, that was, was the first one. I was so scared because the day after the Rays played in Oakland and their wild card game, and I was like, if something like this happens in our oh, game yeah. tomorrow, it, it's gonna be a long, it's gonna be a long week for this guy because <laughs> I cannot imagine being a Brewers fan. Like that would have been one of the worst. Well, it's okay now because twice. the Brewers are a World Series favorite, in my opinion, because they just made some damn good trades at the deadline and they're looking real good. Who did they get other than Escobar? I didn't they see they got a reliever, if I'm not mistaken. Who the hell they got a really good reliever? reliever. Yeah. Soroka? Or no, not a Soroka. Um who who got Sororia? Or, the Jays got the him. Jays did. Here, wait, let me, here, the Brewers got a really good player. Um Brewers trade. No, not John yeah, yeah. They got John Curtis. They just ah. picked him up oh. out of nowhere. And they also got Daniel Norris. So they picked oh, up two okay. relievers. I, I forgot to mention one trade that I I like if, Curtis. If, that was a good if, move. If you could somehow cut this and put this at the part where we talk about <laughs> trades. <laughs> the the Marlins unbelievable job. Oh yeah, that, that Marte okay. trade was phenomenal. Jesus lizard Please. baby. That the Marlins rotation in two years might be the best rotation of all time. Like oh yeah, I will I will stand by it. Jesus I, lizard is real. I'm not. I will I will say right now when the Marlins are in the World Series in four years, I will be a Marlins fan because the Rays hopefully won't. Or, I mean I hope they will be there. Obviously. Oh my but, like, god. Like if they aren't there, then I'm going for the Marlins because the Marlins rotation is so likable. Pablo Lopez, Alcantara, Sixto, Lizardo, and Trevor, Trevor Rogers. Rogers. Like that five. Taylor is Rogers, whatever unbelievable. That is still not even real. That is. I'm that, just gonna say this: in a situation where the Rays and Marlins go to the World Series, I would be. I, I mean, obviously, I would not it, want to lose that. Will it like, be the lowest watched World Series on record? Yes. Oh yeah. yes. If the Phillies Rays was the most wa- least watched, then certainly it was. that still hurts me that it was the least watched. I mean, like, man, these people. But man, if if the Rays lose to that Marlins team, I'd be like, all right, yeah, respect. Like, but can we just say Kim Ng? Kim Ng's good. What a legend! It's almost like it's almost like legend. she had been qualified for three decades and no one hired. <laughs> if, Crazy. Uh, if the Marlins can get any sort of hitting, literally like two or three good hitters. And honestly, that, the Duvall team, trade I thought was a good trade because Duvall was a rental. They, they should have traded Aguilar. They Aguilar, like... I don't think that they were going to trade Aguilar because he fits into the mold of, like... Like, he fits into price, the Hispanic mold. The, that is the Marlins. So I, I know that Marte fits into it, too, but they got Lazardo back, so it's fine. But, like, that, Aguilar I, fits in so well into that mold that... It, it, like he already connects so well with. The I don't think base. their mold is he, Hispanic players. No, no, no. As in, like for the like, like the cultural fan base and where it exists in Miami. Miami's a very Cuban. No, I get that, but I, I mean, driven thing. I, I don't think they try to get. I don't no, think they but try inter- to target so, Hispanic players. No, no, I'm not saying that specifically. I'm just saying like he fits in the mold so well, and he's already a known commodity who's playing really uh, well this year. And yeah, but you got Jazz. Oh, he's hurt that is right true. now. I, yeah, but like uh, Jazz is hurts. That's 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 the thing. Is, I, I is want that like they've known about the race so badly. If, if I want Sixto on the Rays more than anybody could ever imagine. Like Sixto is may, might be my favorite player in the whole MLB. We, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Sixto is. I mean, just imagine getting a Sixto jersey. Like that would be the best thing of all. Time. That would be sure. cool. Well, so I'm trying. So uh, what uh, the uh, the Cleveland White Sox game today? There was that Canseco moment, which was just hilarious. Uh, who was the one who hit the home run? Was it like Eloy hit a home run or something like that? 
Some guy on the White Sox had a home run and it bounced off of two different Cleveland players, went over the fence. Uh, And then there was some brawl that happened where like Reyes had to be separate. Like, so James Karinchak, he hit Abreu in the head. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Karinchak, a pitch got away from him. It was not intentional, very clearly. He hit Abreu in the helmet. Abreu's fine, but like Larusa came shuffling out there. Oh Lord, that was who was I don't even know how the fight actually started. I feel like Larusa started it because Karen Shack wasn't yelling at anybody. He was like crouching on the ground, like praying he didn't kill Abreu. But like so I don't know who was yelling. Maybe it was the dugout. Reason number four million five hundred twenty seven thousand three hundred and thirteen why Tony Larusa should not be a current manager of Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah. Among other reasons, because he sucks. Joey Votto. Joey Votto, he Joey Votto fucks. I'm not gonna lie. Joey Votto, he bangs. Joey he Votto bangs. Hit his, I believe, seven. seventh. Yeah. So he's hit a home run in seven consecutive wait, games. He, wait, he, he hit another one tonight. Yes. Holy shit! I'm telling Joey Votto, he fucks. I like, dude is just. Yeah. He's. Oh my god. He's. I hope he I, keeps it going. I Give love Joey Votto. He's so like he's such a fun guy, and he's just like. Mm-hmm. He's like he he he's an ass sometimes, but he also that, like that's he, part of the fun. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like he knows that he's an ass and he just like plays into it more. Like especially when he's on intentional talk, like like when oh. he wore like like the full Mountie outfit. Oh my god, <laughs> what a time! Speaking of Canada, the Blue Jays are back in Canada for the first time in more than almost two years. Almost two years. We're getting close to two years. It, it had been like almost six hundred days. It was. I mean, they hadn't been there in a while. Um, we're no over one. 600 days, but yeah, the Blue Jays are finally back in Canada. It was great to see. Um, they really, really miss their baseball there, and and only there, and no other place in Canada. There's only one city that deserves baseball, not two. We're not going to mention the other city, but Montreal the other city sucks. Not, Why did you mention it? <laughs> that's what you were saying, pretty much. No, I said I said we're not going to mention the other city. And then you mentioned oh, it. Well, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they clearly wouldn't. They clearly wouldn't care as much as Toronto did. Toronto, like it, it, it was, it was, it was really nice. They, they, they were missing their baseball big time. So I'm, I'm glad to have seen that happen. Uh, finally, back in, back in Toronto, which is nice. Um, not gonna lie, Rogerson is kind of a dump. Like I know I'm saying this is a race right, with, with, with Tropicana Field, but I hate the. You configure- don't have room. To say no, anything. no. So the reason I, the only, there, the, the, there's only one reason that I don't like, uh, sorry, that I don't like Roger Center. And the reason being is, is that the bullpen situation is like literally right behind the outfield fences. And I'm used to there being seats and like sections up against the wall and like they're elevated. And it just throws like, every time I look at that, there's like all that empty space right below the actual first level of the outfield. And it just angers me. That's better than having the bullpens on the field. I kind of like the bullpens on the field because it's cool. Does that? That's that was sarcastic. Okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> but but I mean like the Cubs and um, uh, Giants used to do that. They don't do that anymore. The Rangers. It's not safe. Like that, the Rangers are. I mean, Pete caught a Yanni Diaz home run, and clearly Yanni Diaz did not hit the ball that far. Yeah, so. but like the bullpen configuration there, like at least looks cool. Like the Blue Jays configuration does not look cool. Like it, it, it just. It just looks like they just threw up something and they're like, okay, this is fine. We don't care. Like these other places, they've actually tried to make the bullpen situation good for the teams. It just seems like in Toronto, it's just like a makeshift thing behind a wall and just, it is what it is. At least there's behind a wall. 
That is true. <laughs> I, I just got I like the configuration of like the bullpens, like where they are. I just think it's cool. I mean, Oakland does the same thing too. Oh, Oakland Stadium sucks. Yeah. Wow, that backfired. <laughs> like I love the trop, but I feel like because I know how it feels to have our stadium insulted, I'm not going to insult anyone else's stadium. Well, the only reason why I'm saying that is just because I don't like, I wish that the seats would meet the fence. Mm-hmm. Like how, like, like, like how at the trot, the outfield fence is there. And then the seats are literally right connected to it. It's not like, I mean, like think if you're like a fan there, you're not gonna be able to catch any of those home runs that like barely go over the fence. Cause they're just going to go into the open areas that are empty. No fan interference. Uh, that's true. I don't think about that. That's that's a positive thing. All right, positive thing. No fan interference. But I'm trying to think. Anything else in the world of baseball? I know this 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 podcast is going on for too long. It's a great one though. Don't cut too much of it out. I I'm gonna I, I might have to separate it into two to be honest. I might I, I might yeah I actually might do that because that's probably a better idea. So we can keep Jeff's interview just as its own separate thing because it's gonna be fantastic. It was more like a me dialogue versus Bree and Jeff battle and with with me just watching hopelessly trying to jump in when i could in which evan like kind of won though like you have, to, you have to <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's like the eighth time that you've talked about it hey man you you brought it up and i gotta mention it see I, i'm very firm in my beliefs in that so i, I oh I, I, oh we all know we this is this is not it's not uh, and I'm confident in it. So oh, some, I know. some even say I'm cocky in it. I don't like to say that because I'm a race <laughs> fan. I can't be cocky. So like, sure. Okay, Kevin Kiermaier. All right, well. I mean, um, he wasn't but, wrong. We already established that. And I'm not wrong. <laughs> either, all right. So. Okay. Well, however, however <laughs> I decided to put this thing out, I, I think, uh, well, well, A, make sure you go watch game two. I mean, it'll already have happened. But uh, game two, U.S. versus who are they playing in the, in, in the Olympics? Korea, South Korea. South Korea. That's going to be a good game. Very excited for that. So hopefully go go USA, go. Go Team USA. Good Baseball, today. by the way. You yes. didn't mention that part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was implied that this is a baseball podcast and that we would I be talking, talking There are a lot of Olympic sports on. I mean, I mean, not the men's team. The men's team didn't even qualify. Also, Djokovic, <laughs> Olympics news, lost. Oh, we forgot about the random joke. Yeah, <laughs> can't do the gold slam or the random whatever it's called. Yeah, it's whatever. But uh, so we're gonna so we're gonna wrap this thing up here. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this newest episode of Raise the Roof. Depending on how we do it, um, either I'll, I'll probably just put a tag on the other one just because that one's good enough to just stand alone as its own <laughs> episode. So we're probably just gonna do that. So um, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. We really we really really appreciate y'all supporting and listening to us we for the first time ever we reached over a million tweet impressions this month on twitter we we blew it out of the water so thank you guys so much for interacting with us good. um good. Uh, it's i'm over the moon about it it's an it's it's incredible at, like i said off the top if you guys don't follow what we're doing here at raise the roof uh social media channels raise the roof tv our twitch channel raise the roof twitch youtube channel raise the roof website raise the our gmail account if you guys want to sponsor us if you have any questions comments concerns about anything going on with the podcast anything at raise roof raise roof tv at gmail.com make sure to email us there and this podcast apple podcast spotify and google podcasts make sure to subscribe leave us a review and share this with all of your friends and anyone else who wants to listen to it uh so from all of us thanks so much for listening and as always raise up raise up baby